welcome to the Life with Bee podcast, a fresh perspective on modern living. Hey guys. Hi. Hi. How are this you? Is, this is great. How are you? Good. Welcome, Jason. We're so excited to have you. Yeah, no, I love brunch. So if I'm talking about that today, I'm super pumped. I have been on the receiving end of his brunch. And let me just tell you, oh, really, it yeah, is I'm, fabulous. I'm going to be invited next time. I'm just I think she should. Away. You're right. Um, I really need to brunch more. You I know have- what I love, Bridget, about brunch is that like I like doing dinner parties, but you're so tired after and it's so late. Like I mm-hmm. like brunch because it's fun, the food is good, and then you're done early. Like you have like the rest of the day. Yeah. That's such a good point. Unless you overdo it on the mimosas. Exactly. And you're kind of stumbly the clown. And then it ruins the day. And then you're like, uh oh, now I just need cheeseburgers. Do you ever remember day drinking? Hold on. I have a hilarious story about Bridget. About me? Yeah. (laughs) Remember when we did a cousin's weekend in Chicago and like we started drinking very early and then you and Chris and Bobby and Katie ended up at Taco Bell. Oh, two nights in a row. We two went. nights in a row. And then she came home after eating Taco Bell at like, I don't know, two o'clock in the morning and started doing crunches. Oh, I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I think we have similar behavior patterns. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, I have to work this off. But right. Katie was doing like push-ups or something. Like we were working out. We worked out. <laughs> You have to balance it all out. It's like, never mind the 14 beers you just had and the Crave case that you just crushed. I'm going (laughs) to do 12 sit-ups and it'll be fine. The only thing I ever get at T-Bell is a bean burrito and folks, they're delicious. Bean burrito. I don't even know what a Crave case is, but. I think that's from White Castle, so it doesn't matter, but. Or the party pack is from Taco Bell. Oh my gosh. Okay. Jason, do you go to Taco Bell ever? Um, I think the last time I went was when I was living at home, like when I was in college and I was so drunk that I actually passed out like in the drive-thru line waiting and they had to come like get like <laughs> look on my window, like Stop it. move your That's car. really dangerous. Were and you driving? And I... Also discovered that yeah, the cheese is not natural because it like fell off whatever I was eating. And then the next day it was like on the seat of the car and it kind of made like this peel off the color forms type. Oh my God. This can't be safe to eat. I'm oh gross. don't drink so and that drive was my last time also I want to talk about color forms I love those I, Bridget I would love to plaster my windows but then people will think I'm really crazy oh my god okay no, let's I, get I, back to brunch <laughs> all right sorry I love when we talk with Jason there's so many <laughs> we have a lot to cover okay okay so yeah. brunch so we love that it's early in the day and we can get it over with because that's how I feel about being with people. How can I just get it over with? <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, hit us hit us with your tips. I think it comes down to like with just every other entertaining decision, like how much involvement do you want to have? How mm-hmm. kind of grandiose is your brunch? So I kind of think there's a few different paths you can take. You can be super lazy. And also actually maybe a better word is super spur of the moment because a good kind of brunch or event or dinner party does take some planning, but sometimes you don't have that time. So I think you can still make it work. Call a few friends. Even if you have very limited resources in your kitchen, you can run to Starbucks or Dunkin' and get a big to-go thing of coffee. You know, you can hit 
hit up Whole Foods or maybe a better grocery store. They're going to have a lovely quiche or a strata. And you can either just plate it up or, you know, I mean, it depends on what you're going to do. Like, I, I, I hate calling this like a straight guy's brunch, but like, you know, just put it on a plate. And then even if you go to every town now has these gourmet donut places. So yeah, don't don't go to Dunkin'. I know they're famous, but there's so many options that are easy for Mm -hmm. awesome donuts. And, and there you go. That's like a quick and simple brunch. There's no effort. It's like an hour of errands. You don't even have to use your own coffee cups. And I think the most important thing is like the togetherness of people mm-hmm. and try to take the focus away from the effort and spend the quality time with people in your home. But, you know, I think the three of us don't run like that. So it's going to be a more well involved process. Yeah, maybe that sounds like how I would do brunch. Kind of. So more like Bridget and me. Thank you for lumping me into your category, but let's just be clear. I don't belong there. Okay. No, it's all right. We, 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 you can own that. Bridget probably has like a melon baller that she would use. Yep. That is correct. Okay. I sure have a melon baller, but I don't use it very often. When I'm thinking of brunch, I just am more excited about the tablescape. And thank you, Bridget, because that's actually one thing I hit on was, and I think we put so much effort. I'm sure Bridget, you do the same thing into a dinner party. Like when you have like a beautiful buffet or you are entertaining and you have an appetizer spread, like, especially during the holidays, we really, you know, candles and centerpiece and this and that and table linens. And then for some reason, people, when they have a brunch, they just throw it on the island. Like they stuff napkins in a paper cup and, you know, here's your coffee. And it takes- Is that not the way to do it? No. So I think it's important if you really want to have a nice brunch and you want to do it up, it's the same process as for a dinner party. You got to make sure you have your coffee cups, your plates, your carafes, all the kind of serving pieces. You know, the if you have the budget and you are established enough to have them all coordinate, even better. And please use cloth napkins. I despise paper napkins. If you're doing the quick and easy brunch, that's a different thing. But it is after with the cloth napkins. Then you have uh, to. Wash them and iron you need them. to look back at our previous podcast about washing. I so know. I there just, you go. What about the paper napkins that are sort of looking like cloth? Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, those are nice. The linen like ones from yeah. Amazon. Yeah, what about like the Dunkin' Donuts napkins with? Whoa. Oh, okay. And, and I'm joking. I know that really answer. can't repurpose baby wipes for that purpose either. So yeah, yeah. I'll I just mean, wipe it on my shirt. Exactly. Long <laughs> so yeah. So if you want to do a nice brunch, try to have all your accoutrements there. Fun. And then Fun. I think a brunch is just based on a couple key ingredients. You're going to have like a beverage. I eat coffee, a tip. If you're going to have brunch, have your coffee ready and piping hot for people. Cause the last thing is you're fooling around getting your quiche ready and the coffee people are coming in and you're like, okay, well, what do I give you? Cause the coffee's not ready. So that's right. one of those things where you just physically have to like set a kitchen timer and say, okay, coffee goes on now. And you set it and forget it kind of thing yeah. and make a lot. Cause it's cheap. It, you know, you can keep it hot for a couple hours and you don't have to worry about it. You can do fun things like that to me. Coffee is something because I'm not a coffee drinker. I would probably put it out for people to help themselves. Yeah. Like a cute you little can- bar. And then have a variety of 
kind of like similar to we had this conversation to like where we had our bar cart thing you can do this whole thing with a coffee station with you know your cute little flavorings and different additives and all that and you know during the holidays you can use like the little swizzle sticks that dissolve and things like that and then too if you want to have a drinking brunch there's that whole element I just think it's nice I know we had hit on I think a previous podcast we talked about signature drinks I think or I don't know if we did like a signature drink yeah, so I think the brunch is actually works really well because you don't have a full bar at a brunch. So your right. signature drink is your mimosa or if you have Bloody Marys. And you can just whip up like a big batch. Yeah, again. exactly. And then just- that in itself becomes a whole thing because you can actually make a mimosa punch. I really love the idea of a punch bowl because I think it's such a festive thing and it's not done anymore. And it just is like this whole thing it's just the, the punch bowl oh. and the punch with the ladle I yeah. I have a ladle but I don't have a punch bowl I feel you don't like... have a punch bowl I have one yeah. actually right in that china cap all right yeah. let's get together and have punch sometime I well, feel we should. like let's bring this back I think like dinner parties and brunches and things like that are such an opportunity for us to bring back hosting an event and hosting people is becoming this like lost art and there's so much uh, that we had we COVID do. so nobody could do anything for a while. I know. I know, but yeah. I still think Jason's right that people have yeah. moved to like more informal gathering. And you know, you are right, Elizabeth, but I don't think it has to be stuffy and so like scheduled. You can still have some like sophisticated or old timey type things and it can be fun and casual. And it just kind of gives added dimension to your brunch. Okay. Very fun. Okay, Um, so we talked about casual. We talked about coffee. What else? So what you're serving. So, you know, every brunch is like, you're not going to have brunch if you don't have eggs. So, you know, there's a couple of things that everybody already knows is always quiche or a strata or a frittata. And the great thing about quiche and stratas are you can make them the night before and there's like hardly any taste difference the next day from them sitting overnight. You just heat them up. Please don't microwave because you'll ruin them. If you're lucky enough to have a steamer, that's the best way to reheat, but you can do it in a warm oven if you put a little bowl of water, that really helps to kind of prevent eggs from drying out. It does actually help. No, but per usual, I'm feeling completely inept in the area of the subject matter. Okay, you're also going to have to share your salmon. Yeah, it's so easy. Oh my god! And then also that Was sausage it the lox? And then yeah. that strata you made, yeah. I could have eaten for breakfast, lunch, so, and dinner every and day for the rest of my life. They're, they're good. They're also kind of really rich. So if you want more of a lighter brunch menu, frittatas are... <laughs> light and fluffy and delicious and they're fast they only take about like 15 or 20 minutes to make you have to make a frittata then in there they don't taste very good reheated oh it needs to be fresh like right yeah i mean you can have them but they kind of get it's just like rubbery eggs the next day oh Um, and it looks so it's a whole thing when you take it out of your big pan and flip it it just a beautiful process or intimidating it's not it's actually i promise you Frittatas are very easy. Uh, it's so easy. I so don't think I have the pan. All you all you need, Bridget, is a huge nonstick frying pan. That's exactly what I use. They're the best things. Does if you this have a big also like, go in the oven or no? 
Yep. And because you're only, you can put those in the oven. You're, you're not putting it in there for an hour. You're putting it in for like 10, 15 minutes. Oh, I thought I needed a special, like, Oh no. As long as I just use my, I use my my T-Fowl basic. Yeah. They're so easy. Anyway. So you've got your eggs. The nice thing about the quiche and the strata is they usually have some type of you know, meat or fish protein in them, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of makes it like a complete meal. You know, some people have done it for Elizabeth. You can have bacon. It is a whole separate thing. It can be messy and kind of smelly in your kitchen. Uh, and depending but on delicious, but delicious, but you know, you can do it in the oven. I don't know if you've ever done that, Bridget. Yeah, I've done that. Mm-hmm. It's like, it really takes, I mean, I think it's the same amount of work per se, but it kind of like, it's out of the way. It's not creating yeah. all the drama on the stove. It seems to reduce the smoke and the smell exactly. a little bit. So, um, Jason, did you just say drama on the stove? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I wanted to make sure. We've had, I think that's happened a lot at your house actually. So, um, I think that what that has in common is you. Yeah. <laughs> Soap opera cooking. So you got your meat. And then I think too, then like probably the thing that everybody remembers is like your pastry. If you have coffee cake or sweet breads or donuts or danishes, and there are so many options, you know, you can go probably yeah. just to any store or if you're lucky enough to have like a French bakery or a pastry shop. Oh take my God, didn't you, sorry to interrupt. Didn't you make a coffee cake one time? Yes. My mom makes awesome coffee cakes. Oh. And I, you know, part of me is I just enjoy doing that. And some people don't give a darn, you know what I mean? And then like, if you look at it after all the work you put into it is one, you buy that much better. But, you know, I like having a story behind everything. And I think a lot of creative people who like to entertain are the same. But I can share those recipes too, like muffins, coffee cake, this Walton Mountain cake. It's really pretty. It's like a bunch of sticky dough balls all stuck together. They're awesome. And they're really not that, I mean, they're actually, they're not hard to make. They're, it's no different That's than what he says. cookies. Well, I need to, um, I'm making faces, but I'm not saying anything. Can you guys, but I think we should have an episode where you put your toe cats on and we'll make coffee cakes or muffins. Or oh, something. that's cute. But also too, I think, you know, and then the last thing with a brunch, if you want to kind of have like a nice complete menu, you can have a fruit salad or you can have really kind of easy, simple mixed green, Mm -hmm. not a ton of ingredients, just like arugula, spinach, maybe tomato and red onion and that's it. Yeah, uh, a little yeah, light vinegar. That. Yeah, and that's a red pairs really well with the egg dishes because mm-hmm. you've got like, kind of like your rich egg dish, you're like kind of like, you know, acidic, salty kind of salad. And then you've got a sweet pastry, which makes for a nice meal. Hold um, on. I remember you yelled at me about like which fruits <laughs> go best together. That yeah, so like brown. I kind of have two options for fruit salads. I think during the summer, you want to actually take advantage of what's in season. We're not so lucky here in Ohio, so we're kind of limited, but summertime, you know, do your regular melon salad. I I don't think- Get out your melon baller in the summer. Exactly. You'll have no complaints. I think we had a brunch in December and there wasn't a lot of seasonal melony stuff available. So I did like, you know, pineapple, kiwi, yellow mango, green grapes and blueberries. And it actually, it's delicious. It's mm-hmm. you know kind of not the traditional mm-hmm. fruit salad, but it's really good. I'm sure you know this, Bridget, always put like a little squeeze of lemon over your fruit to kind of keep it from turning. Mm-hmm. Why do you think I don't know that? Because I actually did know that. You're, I don't ever do it, but I know about it. The last thing I wanted to mention was uh, two other things. So other beverages, I like to offer fruit juice, 
I think it's nice if you have, if you want to spend the extra few dollars and have cranberry and orange juice, it's just a nice little option. And like, and, and some cute little juice glasses. No one drinks huge. Oh, I, I love juice glasses. I love juice glasses. Like Aren't the little, so cute? like oh. Bridget, I had the most adorable, like depression glassware little juice glasses. So oh, you probably did. I will show you, I actually have these brunch platters from my grandma. They have like a glass cool. dish with a little built-in stand for the juice cup. No way. Yeah, I would love to see those. I That's will bring cool. them over. And then kind of like, you know, the brunch menus don't have to be so predictable. So like depending mm -hmm. on what time of year, especially during the holidays, you can ask for decorated donuts. You can, right. you know, get like eggnog flavoring for coffee. But yeah, so I think brunch can be just as fulfilling and just as memorable as a fabulous dinner right. party. Right, That's good. And then you get like the sunshine food. streaming in. You can be outside in the patio and doing it too. Yeah, I that's, I think, of course, I think like nice weather is so nice to have brunch outside. Mm -hmm. it's just, okay. It's just, so if I'm understanding you correctly, it's one pre-plan. So, oh yeah, sure pre-plan, pre set the table, decide yep. on your menu. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you're done. You do your shopping. You know, I think we were pretty simple at your brunches. We just had coffee. Yep. Um, and then we just kicked everybody out when we were we did. We threw them out. I'm not inviting to. Like, yeah, you're, you didn't did get invited one. at all. So okay. no, I think we did too. Don't tell Bridget. Yeah, that's usually the theme of the brunch is don't tell Bridget. <laughs> okay, well, I can't wait for you to share these recipes. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. I'm actually really good. I've got a uh, I'm gonna need a shout out to my mom and my grandmas. God bless Yay. them. Judy. Um, what was was it your grandma's name, Sophie? Yes, actually, my oh, grandma has no name. And the, the, the blueberry blintzes I made, that's <gasps> her recipe. Oh, God, I forgot um, about those. Yeah, a lot to share. Oh, I can't wait. We should have a breakfast for dinner soon. I love, my, when my mom was like all upset and ran out of ideas, she's like, all right, we're having pancakes for dinner. Oh, it's the best. Oh, yeah, that's cute. Uh -huh. So good. My kids would love that. I don't yeah, know I loved I can't it. get myself on board. Yum. Well, thank Delish. you for sharing <laughs> hot tips as always. Absolutely. So Here's yeah, I'll get from. the recipes. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. And Bye, everyone. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Yeah.